Welcome to today's episode. On this podcast, we like to discuss the most recent installment of a different series every show. Deadlock is an eight-episode mystery crime drama that started off its season set out in a town preparing for its winter festival when a local man turned up dead. Two detectives and an eager junior constable set out to investigate the crime. Many twists and dead bodies later, all is revealed in this season finale, which we're about to discuss, which dropped July 7th on Amazon Prime. But first, I wanted to ask you about some other murder mystery crime shows that we've done. And, uh... This is how it's gonna work, it's a game. So, you are aware of all these shows. Each one contains a mystery element to it, but whether or not that is a mystery murder element uh, is up for you to decide, okay? Okay. So I have uh, three different uh, sets of them here, but let's start with the first one. Will Trent, The Watchful Eye, Florida Man, Saint X. Which one of those was not a murder mystery? Florida Man. Yes, right? yeah. yes, because of the ending twist, right? Yeah. Next set of questions, City on Fire, Bad Sisters, Pretty Little Liars, Original Sin, We Hunt Together. Oh, um, uh, okay, so Pretty Little Liars, Original Sin was We Hunt Together from what I remember about that. About that it was, what were the first two you said? Bad, Bad Sisters, Sisters. And then the other one? And City on Fire. Uh, City on Fire? Correct. She was shot in the head, but she wasn't dead, at least in the pilot that we saw. <laughs> if she dies in episode two, I guess that, uh, that that all of them were murder mysteries. <laughs> but all right. And then the third one, The After Party, Murderville, Upload, and Search Party. Uh, I'm going to go with Upload, right? No, Upload is a mystery about how he died. Remember, he's murdered because he's driving in his car and someone like sets him up to die. And well, we, not, d- we still don't know who it was. It's not Murderville, though, because Murderville was like... Yeah, it, Murderville, every episode, we have to find out who killed the person. Okay, so what was the last one, then? Search Party? Yeah, that was... Well, and After Party, both were mysteries, weren't they? They're, they're mysteries, yes. But the, but the twist in Search Party, well, I guess cover your ears if you haven't heard this, but like the twist in Search Party was that the person wasn't dead. They just decided to disappear on their oh, own. Oh, okay. So, so it was that one? Yeah. So it's Search Party. But out of those last four, all of them have or have a difference to compared to all the other murder mysteries that we talked about. Yes. What is it? Uh, that they are all comedies. Yeah, they're all comedies. And so that kind of goes into what Deadlock is all about. Is it a comedy or is it a uh, actual crime thriller? Uh, no, it's it's a dark comedy. I would even say it borders the line between dark and black comedy. Just sure. because, I mean, black comedy really deals more about death. I mean, I the show that... was created by comic duo Kate McLennan and Kate McCartney. They've done uh, like YouTube shows together before. Mm-hmm. One of them, uh, the catering show, it was called a vicious parody of a cooking channel. Um, and it was done <laughs> when they were, again, on YouTube. And one thing that they did in that, apparently, uh, you know how people like to eat their placenta, apparently, yeah. after like, yeah, yeah. like <laughs> women yeah. after uh. birth. And so one of the episodes, uh, they pretended to cook one of their placentas no. and they called it, <laughs> they called it plasagna. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. See, yeah. I would not... That That is just so ridiculous. At least here, it seems like Deadlock keeps it grounded in reality. It was pitched as funny Broadchurch. So I was expecting it to... And it's funny because Broadchurch had some jokes. <laughs> the well, David Tennant, Olivia Coleman show, it had some well, jokes. Well, no, this one this one is, is jam-packed with them, I yeah. think, oh, okay. kind of throughout. But I need to give this show a lot of credit because there are so many characters in this show. I mean, like, and they all have their own specific trait. In fact, I have a list of all the characters' names, and I'm going to read them off right now. Go ahead. Because of how many there are. 
Dulcie Cullen, Eddie Redcliffe, Abby, Sven, Hastings, Kath, Sky, Margaret, Nadia, Sherelle, Dolphy, Nessa, Ray, James, Elena, Sam O'Dwyer, William, Tammy, Miranda, Trent, Phil, Victoria, Mona, Ruth, Hannah, Bushy, and Tom O'Dwyer. That is 27 names that either are uh, said in the episode and you have to know exactly who they are talking about or are shown in the episode and I'm probably missing some. Yeah. The thing about the episode, though, is that you, you say you don't see them all, right? Yeah, you said that like four or five names are just mentioned. Are yeah, dead. some of them are dead. Mostly. <laughs> at this point, but you also watched the seventh episode just to prepare for this one. Yeah. Did that help you at least figure out who the people were, or do, were you still confused, like trying still, to match the names? You're you're not going to be able to catch everything in this show. Mm -hmm. In fact, one of the uh, similarities I have to a different show is the world can't tear me down. That is that one animated show that came out in 2023 with the orange armadillo i know what you're talking because about it's the italian guy's show there's so much thrown into that and here it's the same exact thing there's so many characters and traits that they have and different uh things that you have to be able to keep track of and the show will not slow down for any of it for example there's a scene i think like 15 minutes into this show where a ton of the woman because the whole entire show is about this person we don't know who he is it's a mystery about killing this person is specifically killing men but you know that it's a he you're, you, you think it is. Why do you think it is if the whole town is made up of women? By the end of the seventh episode, you learn that it's a he. For the first seven episodes, they were thinking it was a she, but they figured it out because they learned that like people that kill men or the, whenever the men are the serial killers, they always want some form of notoriety for their killings. They always do like a cat and mouse game or something like send clues to detectives or things like that. That's the only thing that tells them that it's a dude because they're sending like uh, their trophies of their the killings that was that was the main conclusion that they came to at the end of the seventh episode along with all the other women that they were uh interviewing in fact big little lies uh, there was an interrogation scene in episode seven that reminded me a little bit of that it just didn't seem like any of their stories were adding up it also feels sort of like a leap or, or like a little sexist to think that just because they're displaying a behavior that's mostly seen in serial killers that are dudes that it would be a dude like Unless they have a picture that says that's a guy or like, you know, it, I it think just there was there was there strange. was different clues in episode seven that led to that yeah. to the end of that. I'll give it that. But like, so does that whittle down who it could possibly be? Because of, of all the names you've mentioned, there's only a few guys, right? I mean, yeah, there was the, the thing is, is that in episode seven, at the very end of it, there was a bus and 19 of the men, uh, basically all the men in the town ended up leaving because they realized that, again, the killer was going after the men. And it was only after the bus left that they were like, oh, the killer is probably on that bus because we realize it's a man now. <laughs> and so at the very beginning of this episode, all the people on the bus go missing. The bus goes completely missing. They don't know where the men it are. It was the bus driver the whole time. Actually, you're not. <laughs> wrong because they Wait, end what? up yeah they they like uh part of the reason that they know that the bus driver had something to do with it was because they get security cameras and they realize that the bus driver was wearing a gas mask and so they ended up <laughs> gassing all of the men and they brought them to a barn it's <laughs> okay. it, it just gets crazy were you laughing crazier. at this point I mean, yeah, especially in the scene where they uh, they interview or I guess they really interrogate this person named Mona who owns this store uh -huh. because the way that Mona was saying her line, she didn't care about the case at all. In fact, she was very easily distracted. There was a normal customer that came in there called Ruth and Ruth wanted to start buying things and ask her questions and Mona was like more interested in that than actually helping the cops. And then they were like, did you see a bus at all that night? And she's like, no. And right as the cops are about 
about to leave, she's like, except for the bus that was white and basically the exact description that they were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so, sounds like very Australian humor. Yeah, but I mean, it worked for the show. In fact, it was one of my favorite parts of it. My, my thing is like, so this is a self-hating dude, right? Because he wants to murder all the men, but he is a guy. Yeah. And so he takes the bus, he gasses them all, and does he just murder them there? Or is he like going to wait on them? Well, that's really where the show uh, for most of this episode is a little bit over an hour long tries to that's where the mystery lies of course because we do not know where they are we don't know who it is in fact even when they find the time is not on their side absolutely not but when they find the bus i think that's about maybe 20 or 30 minutes into the episode it's driven off a cliff like and there's no one in there yeah but okay so there's no one in there Mm -hmm. if the guy really really wanted to kill all the men you'd think that he could just like put one of those bricks on the gas pedal and like rig it up while the people are sleeping they they actually do address that in the episode again because most of the men are serial killers that kill men kind of do it for notoriety he didn't just want to kill them he wanted to like make a statement for example i'm pretty sure if 19 men had just been murdered straight up in tasmania like that that would have made world headlines no no, no, because he he wants to kind of make it a game. For example, Phil, that's uh that's like a men's rights activist almost in episode seven. At the very beginning of this ep- of this episode, the only scene we get with him is he's naked. He's running back to Deadlock. He somehow has made it off the bus. Why does he Why does he live in Deadlock, which is supposed to be made up of a lot of women, right? Like if he hates them. Well, I mean, like, he he seemed like he actually had some, uh, I guess, influence over men. Because, for example, in episode 7, he has, like, a huge army behind him go, well, marching to headquarters. Is he part of the police force? No. No, no he's no, just no, a guy. Not at all. Just a guy. All right, so Phil, he's got his tongue. He's, he's nude. He has his tongue cut out of yeah. him. And then he makes it to headquarters. And they, and they like, kind of try to communicate with him with the phone. And, like, and they're like, hey, look, tell us anything you can. Tell no us any details. No one thinks to just grab a piece of paper and a pencil and say, He's hey. He's in so scrub- much pain. He literally gets knocked out the next second because of how much pain he is in. Wake him up. And they can't understand anything that he was saying. No, he's completely knocked out. Bring a doctor but in. That, wake that, him up. <laughs> that was showing you the killer, the, like, kind of the uh, mindset he has. He almost wants to make it, like, a presentation, I guess. Then the, And the show really does kind of talk about that for the for like last two episodes why the killer is doing what he's doing what could possibly be the motive and we don't learn that until the very end of it okay if they had made it a woman killer it would remind me a lot of that college humor sketch where you had the woman detective who finds out that she's talking to the serial killer and she was just impressed that it was it was a woman and they were both like complimenting each other on how far they'd gotten in their fields (laughs) hastings hastings the main cop in fact this episode i think it was dulcie collins that ends up suspending because they were talking to to, uh, you haven't talked too much about Dulcie. She's like the main character, Yeah, she's right? the main character, but I was going to comment on that uh, Hastings thinks that Sky and Sky, I don't believe we see this episode. I think we might have seen her in episode seven. She has ditched town. She used to be like the main suspect, but then soon she was... She with... still is the prime suspect. At this point, Hastings, who is the main cop, who is really uh, kind of heading the police force, is saying that like it, we need to find Sky because Sky is obviously the killer. He kind of wants the quick answer while Dulcie Collins, Eddie Red Cliff, Abby, and Sven. Sven, I really only kind of learned he was a gay cop. I, mean, I didn't think that he actually helped that much with the mission in the final episode. Okay. They have their own kind of task force, and Abby is kind of like, I guess, a new cop in training. And it's also I like mean, the completion, I think, of Eddie's arc, because when Eddie first got in there, she was the newbie from, I think, Darwin, um, a different part of Australia, and she just wanted it the case closed. Like, she didn't mm-hmm. care about whether or not they did it the right way, and Dulcie was the one who kind of, like, convinced her over the time 
to uh, to, to actually pay attention and, and be more on top of it. Eddie, she is one of my favorite characters because she is so off the wall. She is she is so scatterbrained a lot of the time, and mm -hmm. she she jumps to the craziest con uh, conclusions, but she ends up being right. Dulcie, I feel like, is kind of more the straight man. They in both the helped each other. That was what the compliment was: buddy, buddy comedy slash noir. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the thing about Dulcie Collins' story is that it's kind of sad because she ended up cheating on her wife, Kath, and Kath ends up being one of the suspects that are in the room with all the ladies as they're getting mad with one another okay so yeah Dulcie, eddie uh, and abby they kind of uh they're they're really searching they're calling a ton of different places seeing if they can get any information on uh on where this bus is and one of my cons very few with this show but one of the big ones is it seems like they only really needed two pieces of information one when mona or whoever knows how to work the security cams sends them a snapshot of the photo they learn that the men weren't on the bus so they must be being kept somewhere that's how they uh, know that but then also when they're out in the woods and they're kind of trying to see what's going on they see a donkey close by now i had to look this up in a recap because i did not understand what the significance of it was but apparently ray who eddie had been dating this whole entire show i guess it, and it was really made clear last episode that was apparently ray's donkey is it ray so, pies is that 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 very well like could Ray be his name. almost yeah okay. and, well it, it even makes more sense now because ray ends up being the serial killer the person that eddie was dating the person that eddie was dating yeah and and i think that again the main reason they were able to do that was because the donkey was nearby and so it was like they really only needed the donkey and the snapshot to realize that the men were still alive and that ray was probably the serial killer the most okay so what's the deal with ray why is he doing it and uh, how do they catch him he's doing it because he was apparently speaking to sky because sky is there too sky is inside this barn that he's so, keeping all the men in tied up with like duct tape across i thought sky was out of country I thought you said that she had left the country. I think I think I think it's guy that he's speaking to in the barn because he has her tied up and he's talking about how apparently they had a talk and he is a big feminist now and he's so against toxic masculinity. Okay. Uh, one of the things that was addressed a lot in the first uh, or last two episodes was that the reason that it was very suspicious was because the men that were ended that were ending up dead mm -hmm. were all very trash men, like all terrible people. <laughs> yeah. But uh, obviously, you can't kill them. So all the douchebags. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like you even see him rip out another person's tongue. I believe it's James in the episode in the barn. Is that because James said something mean? It's because women, all the people, all the people, because all the men from last episode were left on the bus, have no. something against them. Okay. So that's the main reason why he's just kind of wanting to torture them. I so there's think... no one that he's just going to be like, "You're a cool dude. Get on no, out of here." No. No. Uh, everybody that's in that barn, at least all the 19 men. I mean, Maybe some of the woman that he has there, I think he is completely against. So what's the intervention like? So, yeah, it ends up being that Collins, Redcliffe, and Abby, they all run into the barn and they, they catch Ray while he's there. And Ray doesn't even really seem that off-put by it. It reminded he's me like, a little bit. About time you guys caught me. He was, no, it's one, he was one of those jokey kind of comedians where he's like, hey, guys, it's my girlfriend. She showed up. He ends up running, and, uh, and Redcliffe kind of runs after him because he stabs Collins right before he leaves. So he does 
He does attack a woman. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, again, he was. I it think, seemed like he had a, a set type that he was going for. I hearing. think that he was always going to like hurt everyone in that barn. So I think Sky was not one hundred percent free either. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was. He he uh, stabs Collins. He takes off into the woods. Redcliffe catches him, and then uh, they have this long talk. They have a short. I guess this fight. means this is over between us. That's <laughs> that. It's basically just that scene. You kind of have seen it a million times. I didn't think that Ray particularly was that new a villain after they caught him mm-hmm. even though i didn't suspect it to be him again uh, it's a lot that the show the show is paying homage to things like the killing the bridge the return the fall like all that type of stuff they're just flipping it a little bit so so I, it does make sense that when the resolution comes it does fit sort of that mold well yeah and i i think that the way that they killed uh the, the way they killed ray off was oh, they I do kill him. Cool. yeah because what happened was the uh, eddie and him have a little bit of a fight he ends up holding the knife to her collins comes out of the woods she's completely in shock so she's not feeling anything even that so like a scream six scenario where if she can get stabbed as many times as she wants she's gonna <laughs> run just, around she she's fine. completely fine yes. yeah uh and then so uh ray kind of lets eddie go uh goes into the waters which are really dangerous ends up falling completely like losing Tell me an alligator step. eats him no oh. it, actually it's funny you say that because when they found the bus in the water they thought that one of the people or a lot of the 19 men were, were killed by crocodiles but no he ends up falling down a waterfall and there's a broken limb at the very end of it and he just gets, I mean, not oh. shish kebab, but like his heart is just. Oh, cool. Yeah. Cool. That's one way to go. Well, you don't actually, <laughs> here's the thing. You see it afterwards. You don't see him actually get the, the limb inside okay. of him. But yeah, yeah. So he had time to throw the puppet over of himself and he could still be alive <laughs> for next season. That would be quite a shock. It's supposed to be sort of like an anthology thing. If they do continue it, like you would still have maybe Dulcie or Eddie to continue yeah, the well, series, no, but the, it wouldn't be deadlock. I don't think. By the ending of the series, it seems like Dulcie and Eddie are still kind of doing missions. There is also one storyline that I haven't touched upon Tammy and Miranda so Tammy and Miranda I think that they are either friends or they have some type of connection with all the women that are being interrogated for this murder scene in fact they are even throwing in snacks for the woman through the through the uh window the open window okay so that they can eat and uh and they want to get more clues as well because this is still one they didn't really know who the murderer was and uh one person we haven't really touched upon that much yet is margaret margaret was one of the people that were being held apparently she owns her own island and she killed her brother right or something that is revealed in the last episode yeah because she is the only one of like like seven women that are able to be let free and then she goes to the island tammy and miranda go to the island they go to the cemetery and see that uh that margaret is there and they're like what exactly is going on and they see that tiger snake apparently uh got to her and she's like foaming at the mouth she's about to die yes but they also see that william who was her brother who we knew already had died his remains were apparently dug up i think that she was planning on either trying to set him up for something because apparently somehow tammy and uh, miranda realized that uh margaret was not wanting to sell the land at all and william i guess wanted to sell the land for some type of profit and because of that margaret killed william from what i was reading just from fan theory online it seemed like william was one of the only like nice dudes 
and on the yeah. entire island, every, and, every, and he was murdered. <laughs> I do so. have to say, that's another con. Every single man in this show, aside from Sven, and again, he's a gay cop, is, is just really mean, doesn't really listen to any of the women. They're all kind of uh, shown as being dicks. Is it like Ghostbusters? Like the, the Chris Hemsworth, the Ghostbusters? <laughs> I, well, I, they're either very stupid, or, or they're dicks, or they're gay. Or they're, or they're killed. Right. Yeah, I mean, like, so, yeah. But what did you think of the overall show? Overall, I have to give the show just because of the complexity, the characters, and the way they speak to each other, the, the, the like everything always has, I feel like, some type of underlying message to it. I think that like just because of that, I have to give the show an eight out of ten. That's very because, very high. Because I I mean, really, when you watch the show, there's no way to watch over an hour of like all this crazy stuff going on. Again, I haven't compared to the bear as well, because with the bear in that series, there's so much stuff that's thrown at you and you just kinda have to go with it. And this, it was all one take, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but like for the for this show, it's it's the exact same way. There's so much. I had to the amount of times I had to rewind things just to catch all the names. You watch this on VHS? No, I'm, t- oh, I'm talking okay. about Amazon. I, thought, I was Prime. I was gonna be very impressed. Yeah. And the amount of recaps I had to go to just to catch all the information that apparently I was missing. It's like there there's so much in this show. I had to give it a good review. It's really it's really kind of just amazing how much they were able I to find do. it funny that because this takes place in Australia, there's just a lot of crossover with everything else that's going on there. So like with the clearing, when we did that show, mm-hmm. they still had the same director in like the episodes six and seven of, of this one, Grace Otto. Um, and then you also had some of the same characters. The person who played Judith in the clearing played Kath York here. Oh, Kath York. Okay, yeah. yeah so yeah. she was she, she so was again the girlfriend that was Dulcie. You said of yeah, yeah, yeah. Girlfriend or wife? I'm not really 100 percent sure. Then I probably, you had characters who were in Went, Wentworth and Wakefield. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, uh, really, the one storyline that I haven't uh, like. Oh, I thought you got it. Well, I, I basically have. It's just that um, all the women that are being held in this cell are trying to remember a song. <laughs> that's that's the storyline because apparently Sam O'Dwyer, who uh, ended up dying, I guess he was the person who started all these yes. murders. Yes, yes. Um, I guess it was Victoria remembers that there was a certain song that was going on that night, and right as they remember what the song was, that's when uh, that's when you figure out who that's who Ray is. But the reason I brought that up is because, you, like you said, Kath, she is also one of the people that are in that uh, that are being held there. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, the only other things I have to talk about: six point eight on IMDb, one hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Apparently, they did all the casting via Zoom. Um, they even cut themselves, the two uh, show runners, um, Kate, again, McLennan and Kate McCartney. Uh, they cut themselves out of a cameo appearance because they considered them their own acting so bad. Uh, <laughs> and then Ben Chessel, I believe, directed the last two episodes here. I am surprised you gave it an 8 out of 10. People do like it. The, the fans who've stuck around for the full eight episodes, it seems to be universally liked. Mm-hmm. But the first few episodes, even those same fans have come out and said, like, those were boring. You do need to, it's kind of a slog to get through those. So I it, could tell it was a slow burn. There's no question about it. But Which, I, is, I, which yeah. is funny because you'd think that with the comedy element that that would be the thing that, like, kept it alive for so long. I mean, I think that the reason probably for the slow burn, and I haven't seen the first couple episodes, was just so that you understand understood all the characters names because they they throw these things out and you have to know who sam is right away otherwise you're not going to understand what exactly they were doing and again the show will not slow down for you to try and understand uh everything you have to pay attention the whole time i found it interesting that it also takes place in tasmania because up until like the last 10 years they really you know tasmania is like kind of like the boot part of um like sicily in italy right it it just kind of sticks off the end of australia (laughs) i think it was like fell off of it like eleven thousand years ago 
ago or something, but they just had indigenous people there and, and just not a big population and definitely not a movie studio or anything that could really do filming. So um, up until I think it started with like Willem Dafoe and The Hunter, that was like one of the first film oh, productions that they did okay. over there. Yeah. But then it really was this 2016 show called like the catering, the catering incident, um, uh, and Rosehaven. Those were two shows shot back to back. Rosehaven, I feel like I've heard about before. Both of those. Well, the catering incident has the lady from um, uh, Tenet and also from um, The Great Gatsby, oh, okay. and also in the last season of The Crown, she played Diana. So she, she's pretty famous. But they they actually trained people on um, on the island there to learn how to do film stuff so so now you have this <laughs> populace cool. okay. that's like actually uh so they don't have to import people and so that's why that, when must, they, that must have been nice for yeah for apparently for this show especially. otherwise this show wouldn't be made there like because now they have the ability to do so they still don't have a studio they still have to import all the cameras and stuff but it's nice to have like sort of a setup and uh people who are trained to do it there uh also because of the writer strike that's going on in america it won't be i won't be surprised if we do more shows like this where it's <laughs> from uh, other countries because they're not on strike did you hear the most recent thing this is how we'll end it it has nothing to do with the show but like did you hear the most recent stuff about jeopardy and the writer's strike in the U.S. So yeah, because uh, so Jeopardy with the questions, I assume. No, I'm not talking about the writing itself. I'm talking about Maim Bialik um, or Bialik, uh, the, oh, the, host. the host. Yeah. And then also Ken Jennings, mm -hmm. right? Maim Bialik, she decided that she was going to pick it with the rest of the writers. And then Ken Jennings, he decided or they, they said, OK, well, you're going to host then while she's doing that. Right. And so he did. But apparently that pissed off uh, a few writers, but none more than Will Wheaton, who said, this is a very small town, Ken Jennings, and we will all remember this. That was his tweet to him. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And also Ryan Murphy, who's done all those shows, you know, the producer guy. Uh, he's apparently threatening to uh, sue the uh, Writers Guild of America uh, captain so that they... they I don't know. So that they end the writer's strike. Yeah, like that would work. It, it's just, it's a whole mess. I don't think it's going to get resolved anytime soon, especially maybe the, the actors are going to be joining them next week. So this is where we're at. Thanks for listening. We'll <laughs> see you on the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this one. Bye. Bye. Bye.